Hello, everybody. Welcome to the LockInYourSuccess.com Trading Performance Podcast, where it's all about real traders, real problems, and real coaching. Today is episode number 26. Now, I'd like to start with a book that I'm reading by Lewis Howes called The School of Greatness. Now, in this book, he talks about a time where he was playing a football game. Now, realize that Lewis Howes is a two-time All-American, meaning he's at the, basically the top of his game when he was in school. And uh, during one of these games, he was talking about how he was playing the game and he was in the flow. Like he was, uh, he, he was doing everything right. He was catching all the passes. He was making all the right decisions and getting all the great plays. And he was recalling the, the way or the, the amount of flow that he felt during the game and how awesome that it was. But after the game, unfortunately, when everything was all said and done, the, their team had lost the game. And as a result of this loss, he started criticizing himself. He started beating himself up and, and talking about how he could have done better and um, how he should have done this and he should have done that and he should have made this decision. Now, the reality is he played really, really well. In fact, his teammates were coming up to him and giving him a pat on the back and telling him how awesome he played. And his coach uh, told him, I think a day later or something, that he literally broke a school record, something that's never been done before in the history of the school. In other words, he played a fabulous game. And the truth is, if he were to continue to play that way, if he were to continue to do the same process and play that way game after game after game, then either their team would start winning and he'd be tremendously successful, or some other team would see how well he played, and they'd pick him up, and they'd play for, and he'd play for the new team, and he'd be tremendously successful there. But that wasn't the way he evaluated the, the way he played. His self-evaluation of the way that he played was that he did a terrible job, and he should have done better, and he's beating himself up for that. Now, I have to ask you, what's going to happen when you treat that yourself that way? What, what's going to happen when you think that you performed poorly and you did a terrible job? The thing that's going to happen is that you're going to change your procedure. You're going to do something different. And your mind is not going to want to go to the place where you did that same thing. But the problem is, those are the things that you need to do in order to be, in order to be successful. But the question becomes, if he was doing all the things that he needed to do in order to provide himself with the maximum possibility of the greatest success, why is it the team lost the game? Well, the team lost the game simply because Lewis doesn't have any control over whether or not his team actually wins. There are so many other factors involved. You have all the other teammates. You have the way the other team plays. And just, just so many outside forces that there's no way that any person can control all those outside forces. Therefore, whether you actually win a game or lose a game, it has a high factor of luck involved with it, doesn't it? Because we can play a marvelous game and lose. And that doesn't mean that we did something wrong. If we played the best we could, we played to the best of our ability, but we performed to our best of our ability, that's all we can ask ourselves. And whether we win or lose, we should be congratulating ourselves for that. And realize that that actual win or loss is highly dependent on luck. The other thing I'd like to point out is the opposite thing can also happen. 
we can have a terrible game. We could miss the passes and we could make the wrong decisions and, and just have a really bad game. And because of the way that luck happens to work out during the game, we could win that game. And then we could evaluate ourselves or be happy about the way we performed when we really performed terribly. So these are the types of things that we need to think about when we're evaluating our trading performance. Because look, whether you win a trade or not, yes, your skill, your ability, your performance has influence on the result of that trade. But whether you actually win that trade or not is going to be highly dependent on what we call luck. Meaning that you can go in there and you can do all the right things. You can have a good trading plan or strategy that has edge. You could execute that plan flawlessly and do a fantastic job with your trading and lose the trade. Now, when that happens, how do you react to that? How do you evaluate your performance? Well, if you're evaluating your performance solely on whether or not you won the trade, you might be doing all the right things in order to be tremendously successful as a long-term trader. But because you happen to lose this trade, if you're evaluating your performance on that result, then what's going to happen is you're going to beat yourself up. You should have done better. You should have made this decision or that decision. And as a result, even though you did everything you needed to do to maximize your chance of winning this trade, and if you continue to do it, you're going to maximize your chance of winning future trades, even though you did all the right things, you're going to think or talk yourself into believing that you did not do the right things. And if you don't believe you did the right things, what you're going to do is you're going to change your procedure. You're going to do something different. You're going to not follow your plan. You're going to switch plans. Maybe do a plan that's not as good. And as a result, your trading over the long term is going to suffer tremendously. In fact, I see this over and over and over again with people where they've been in the market trading trades for years, barely breaking even or losing money, never really getting past that point where they're a more consistent, more successful trader. And the reason is, is because they're not evaluating their performance. They're only looking at their results. And since the results tend to be a little bit random and we remember most of the times that we lose, even if we did everything right, we're stopping ourselves from continuing to do the right thing. So when you evaluate how you're trading, you should do exactly that. You should evaluate how you're trading, not necessarily how the trade came out. And what's actually a lot more dangerous is winning a trade when you've been trading poorly or you did something you shouldn't have done. Because the reality is in trading, uh, part of our uh, responsibility is to control our risk. So let's just pretend that we, uh, we traded this trade. We had either a bad plan or maybe uh, we had a plan and we didn't follow it. We completely broke from the plan. We took on way too much risk during the trade and um, just did all kinds of foolish things. But we, we won the trade, right? So after we win the trade, we, may have, we think we did the right thing. We may have realized we were doing the wrong thing during the trade. But after the trade, we look at it and we get excited and say, oh, 
I won the trade. I, I'm, I'm like the best trader in the world. And we become all confident in those decisions that we made. And that makes us more likely to do them again. Now, if this happens multiple times, and especially in our type of trading, when we do trade one a month, you might be, you might be able to go six months, a year, two years, trading horribly. But just because we're high probability, perhaps you've won every trade for, the, for that year or two years. But in the process, you've trained yourself to take on way too much risk. You've, you've been following uh, poor processes during your trading. And your trading continuously is, is bad. Your performance is bad, but your results happen to be good due to luck, more or less. What happens in that case is we get overconfident in our abilities. And we believe that the way we're doing things is the right thing to do. We become oversized. And then when that risk bites us, we lose a ton of money. And then now we're back to break even or we're negative. Therefore, I urge you to make sure that you're doing the right processes. Ignore the results. Yes, we all want wonderful results. But we have to realize that if we're always putting the probabilities in our favor, if we're adapting to the marketplace, if we're controlling our risk properly, and we're doing all the right things while we're trading, whether we win or lose in the short term is irrelevant. Because if, we're always, if we always have the odds in our favor, over the long term, over the long haul, we will be winners as traders. And we're going to make a ton of money as traders. However, if we're focused on results, only, we can easily fall into the trap of mistaking poor trading for good trading and good trading for poor trading and therefore stop ourselves from improving as traders and keep ourselves into this what we call the circle of doom where we're going year after year after year trying new things thinking we're getting ahead and then only to get hit with that big loss and then to get discouraged again. So my advice to you is to always take your results with a grain of salt and focus on whether or not you properly traded the trade. And that is what I have for you today. Thank you for joining me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next Trading Performance Podcast. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to check out my Trading Performance membership, where we take all this material to the next level. We study it and we apply it to bring our trading performance to peak levels. Simply go to tradingperformancepodcast.com, that's one word, tradingperformancepodcast.com, to receive information on how you too can become involved and improve your trading. I look forward to seeing you there.